Hey guys, it's me, um, Sarah, if you didn't know, of Brandon and Sarah, or Sarah and Brandon. Anyway, I digress. I'm actually in the closet today because I really want to talk to you about something that I do a lot, um, and I know you guys do it out there, so don't even try to pretend like you don't, okay? You don't have to be ashamed. We're in a safe spot. You can talk about it. Wolverine does it. Deadpool does it. Okay, lots of superheroes do it. I'm talking about my coffee problem. I mean, it's not really a problem. Wait, what were you thinking I'm talking about? You're fucking gross. Anyway, so my coffee problem did not start with Life Boost, but I think this is where I'm going to end up because Life Boost Coffee is incredible. I think the one of the best parts about it is that it's single source and I'm going to go ahead and read from you or read to you the website quote that's like they source from a fairly traded coffee grown in a protected area by people who hand prick this coffee bean okay there the coffee bean is washed with spring water and it is grown in like partial shade of fucking guava trees so forgive me if I'm a little bit shitty that this coffee bean has a better living situation than yours truly. But it's cool. It's cool. It makes for one hell of a good coffee. Um, the other thing that's great about this is that it's roasted per order. So it's not roasted and then thrown onto a shelf where it just collects dust and then it, you know, sings a song about how sad it is and then we all feel bad. No, it straight up is like roasted per order and it fucking shows when you get this coffee it does not have that like bitter taste to it it's smooth and it's so delicious that your girl who loves her coffee to quote Usnavi from in the heights light and sweet okay that's how I like my coffee a lot of creamer a lot of sugar but it's because I was drinking shitty coffee with this stuff I don't have to put anything in it and it is fucking amazing so, if you've been convinced by my incredibly good commercial, which I know you have, so just calm down, you can save some money. If you use our code UNMASKED, you will save 30% on your Life Boost order, and then part of those proceeds go to back to the really good life that these fucking beans have, and I'm not shady about that, okay? Cute. All right, so go order yourself some Life Boost, UNMASKED, U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D, where you can save yourself some money and give yourself the gift of life boost. Give it to a friend. You know what? No. Keep it for yourself. You're welcome. Enjoy the podcast. Sure. All right, we can start whenever you're ready to start. All right, you want to hit record? Yeah, it's already recording, biatch. Go. Oh, snap. All right, <laughs> welcome to Unmask the Podcast. We are here with the very first time we ever talked to a doctor. It's pretty legit. <laughs> Dr. Trevor Kim. I appreciate you. Chiropractic and rehab. <laughs> yes. Dude, like, the first time I ever saw any, you know, chiropractor or anything like that was, was when I saw you. And... Now, like, I'm actually, like, a human. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I, I've, I've spent plenty of time, like, trying to, you know, pop things and make things work. My back was, like, totally trashed when I first saw you. And then, like, the whole day I was, like, 
giddy and happy. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad you had a good experience. What is it like to not have pain for a day? <laughs> yeah, as somebody that trains hard, I definitely, uh, it, it helps being able to help people that train as hard as you do. Yeah, geez. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty good day for me. I, got my, I, got, I went to the sauna after that. <laughs> I went to the farmer's market. I mean, it was pretty chill. <laughs> do you use the sauna at the gym? Yeah. Or do you, go, or you yeah, don't go oh, to yeah. a different one? No. <laughs> uh, the Y is real finicky right now, which is the only yeah, thing I have Yeah, the Y, like, you have to basically, like, there's only three people out in the sauna, three people out in the hot tub. And there's always three people in yeah, either sure. at any given time. So in the dry saunas like that, I can only do like ten minutes before I'm mm-hmm. like, "Fuck this." <laughs> what about that, like the infrared one too. I like yeah. the infrared a lot. Oh, okay. That one I can do for a half hour or so. Okay. Because it's not quite as hot and it's just not as agonizing, mm-hmm. you know. But I think uh, that slow boil is real. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It makes a difference, I think. Yeah. So what? Uh, do you use it? I've only used it a couple times because I so I use it the first time. Um, because I needed to see how much weight I could lose in like a half an hour in it oh. uh, for the meat. Um, how much was I, it? Do I get to ask? I, yeah, I only I lost about a little over a kilo. So like almost a little over two pounds. I was like, did you see the blank stare? And like, yeah. so, <laughs> I, so yeah, I have to do the math in my head, but that's 2.2 pounds. Yeah. Correct? So there's okay. like some other decimals, but generally, yeah, you know what? 2.2. Honestly, good for Jojo for trying to teach me how to do math. And I'm like, no, I yeah, I, I, I love and hate lifting at lift lab because yeah. everything that all the plates I grab say kilos. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> once when 135 I li- okay once when i was lifting i literally took all the 10 pound weights because that's the only pound of weight i knew how to add so i like suddenly had like 45 for 50 pounds of weights and i'm like where'd all the 10 pounds go and i'm like oh, oh I already I have have them. Them. don't, <laughs> don't worry them. don't worry about this you know what just put two fives together you know the math yeah it definitely <laughs> takes takes some time to get used to but once you get used to it it's way easier yeah to- well i think it's a man i i think America just needs to get their shit together. And, yeah, I mean and, that's and probably go. never gonna change. Yeah, because we're the only like the only ones I think, right? Yeah, Maybe sure. yeah, we have to be different. We gotta be different. So I have my... a question. I have a question. Were you a weightlifter first, or did you do chiropractic first? No. So well, so I played college baseball. Okay. And then I didn't start like actually weightlifting until after I graduated college. Okay. And then I had like done weightlifting for two years, and then went to chiropractic school. Oh, okay, okay. So what position did you play for baseball? I played shortstop in college. Okay. And then summer leagues and so you uh, always played short. Like the heavy hitter better would like... Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hit, I ended up hitting like 30 home runs in college. Okay, you flexed it on everyone. I, had, oh, damn. I, had a I can good hit a ball career. that is standing still. Hey, that's better then. than a lot of people <laughs> <Yeah>. can do. <laughs> That's awesome. What college did you go to? Uh, Manchester. It's a small school up close to Fort Wayne. Oh, okay. okay. Nice. So Indiana your whole life then? Um, besides grad school. I was okay. in St. Louis for a little over three years for grad oh, okay. school. But for the most part, Indiana. Lived in Ohio for a summer. Just like the whole Midwest. Ohio, yeah. which is <laughs> shittier, shittier Indiana. Oh, it's it was so bad. So like, I, I, I don't even remember what town. We stayed in Wittenberg College. Okay. Um... But the first day we were there, the coach that ran this league was told us, he was like, hey guys, if you're going to go out, go out with someone because you will get robbed. What the hell? Right. He was like, yeah, I guess the summer that we got there, like the week we got there was like a big gang initiation week. Oh, and I remember him you telling know. me, 
So our opening like team meeting thing was at a barbecue place. And he was like, all right, guys, some ground rules. Um, You're going out. Go out together. He was like, a lady just got, a grandma just got dragged out of her car last night. Holy shit. It's like, why am I here? Right. (laughs) What is going on? This is Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So what, so what's just the, all the collegiate sports and stuff, what got you interested in chiropractic? Um, so our, the undergrad that I went to, uh, the exercise science department kind of pushes physical therapy school. Okay. Um, like athletic training and exercise science are kind of pushed towards physical therapy. So I worked in physical therapy for two years after undergrad and I just, the physical therapy setting wasn't for me. Um, the hours are really long. You see way too many patients, at least in, in my experience in the clinic, that's, that's what I got from it. And then I shadowed a chiropractor and it seemed way more chill. He worked for himself, which for me is a big, like was a big positive yeah. being able to open your own clinic. And, um, and I knew there was a chiropractor at Lift Lab because I was on the team. And I was like, man, being in this kind of setting would be awesome. It's like, that would be the dream. And then he ended up moving clinics because he just outgrew it. So he ended up, he opened a different clinic in Indy still, but Dan offered me that spot and I was like well this is perfect that's so awesome god god love I mean honestly go Dan Brown he really comes through in a garage he's like I got a closet that anybody (laughs) yeah because he moved board into the back room for Shih Tzu he moved into the other office you know yeah he moved he had to keep keep kicking Chase out of every like small space where you can take a nap can't nap in here anymore sorry buddy yeah now he sleeps on the floor in the coach's office oh yeah exactly I literally came in the other day for kids class and I opened the door totally not expecting anyone there and there and then immediately like saw Chase and I was like oh of course of I course, don't know Chase why I was anticipating in anything else I've I've yeah I've been in there like I've gotten the, there early sometimes when I had to open up like for jujitsu or something and like I I definitely throw a, a kick shield down and lay my head on it for- oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah when I was in the summer which I'm excited that will happen again. I will be there on Fridays from 9 a.m. until 2. Oh, nice. Because I'm just, I don't have anything to do. So Nogi is my favorite. So I'll just go to morning and then afternoon class. and yeah. then. But in between, I always was like, I'm going to take a nap. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I didn't like taking a nap in front of people, though, because I was afraid I was just going to, like, fart. <laughs> I was sleeping. <laughs> I don't think any of them would say anything. But I would. No. Ne- but in their head, they'd be like, "Sarah farted while she was sleeping," and then I would never be able to get over that anxiety. Never so oh, no, she, they would probably say something during they'd class. Probably, right, I was like during announcements. <laughs> Can you show the attack? If it what smells was, in here. Right, this is Sarah why. was in here farting and sleeping. Holy here. shit! When we got there this morning, it, it smelled like it smelled like downtown. Like it was pretty disgusting. Really. <laughs> oh, God. Board afraid uh, Febreze all around the place, and they were like, well, doesn't, Nobody's gonna doesn't care. We're no, really getting ready I mean, to literally... beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. It's gonna be gross anyway. Well, he's <laughs> also like, You know what? To add to it, I'm gonna shut this door. Yeah, for all sure. Right. It's gonna be a thousand degrees in here. Yeah, you can on the Saturday practice, because the Saturday practice is huge, right? Yeah. So I'm always training when you guys get done. Ooh. And when you open the door, like, I can tell a temperature difference when it when the door opens and everybody comes out. Oh, it's God. like it immediately gets five degrees hotter in the whole gym. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. You kind of get frozen when you walk out of the back oh, room sure. too. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Disgusting. Yeah, everybody <laughs> looks like they've died. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we died. We're trying to get our soul back. It's, yeah, it's pretty hard. Um, so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, gonna, you go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't have questions. I was just going to pretend like I had a question and then make one up on the fly. No, I'm That's <laughs> exactly. Do you usually train in the morning? No, not all. I. I do on so Sundays I go there for wrestling. Oh, okay. And then I do the. I usually do the nogi comp afterwards. But this week I kind of took it easy on myself. You Understandably, know, I still so. went to the gym, to the gym and drilled, but I just didn't go as hard. Yeah. There's a little lax on the diet too. Now I'm like, all right, fuck. I and then that 26 that. seconds really uh, wore you out, huh? Yeah, I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're, we're talking about the fight, not my sex life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Before anybody Next can talk question. shit. So, moving on. Because that and also involves me. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay. The other day, I came to you because I was being a whiny bitch. And uh, I saw your shirt. And it was a Chilean U.S. shirt. So, explain the story to me again. Because how did you get that shirt? How did you get involved in that? What did you do? Like... Okay, so in 2019, there was a meet called the Las Vegas International Open. Um, it's an Olympic qualifying event, not that I'm going to the Olympics, but I had a total that lets me compete for Team USA. Okay. So I competed for USA that meet, and the world champion at the time, his name is Arlie Mendez, he won the 2017 Worlds in Anaheim, but he competed in the same session, and he's a monster, but we were... How after, tall is he? He's like... Five six, but weighs what oh, I do. Okay. Like five six, oh, but weighs like two twelve. Okay, I guess it is. So kind he's of... a, a walking block. Oh, he's a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's giant. His legs are like his legs are huge. But so after the meet, he won by a, a bunch. But after the meet, I was like, we were in the elevator, and I was like, hey man, I like your jacket, and he's he'd speaks no, and he was like, his one of his friends like translated it for him. Okay, and then he was just like pointed like want to trade i was like yeah so 100%. in the elevator stripped my shirt off gave it to him he did the same thing and i got off the elevator new jacket that's so fucking cool it's and my it's, favorite jacket so he is from you said he's from chile yes because his jacket was a chilean jacket so immediately i was like oh, i know that flag and it made me really happy but that's so cool i yeah. never even thought about like um, athletes trading stuff like that but that is way cooler than trading like autographs or yeah. like it's a really popular thing like is it you, really if you go to meets big meets like that um like a lot of people want to trade like japan has really cool gear so everybody wants to oh, get yeah. a, a japan jacket That's or cool. like um e like the eastern european countries kind of run weightlifting okay so in china but so if people are there and you have a connection um and you can ask somebody to trade in whatever language that they speak. Most of them are super willing to trade something, whether it's a t-shirt or a jacket or sweatpants or oh, that's whatever. That's so cool. Yeah, cool. Um, my old wrestling coach, he competed Team USA for kind of like a wrestling jiu-jitsu kind of thing. And it was in the, some of it was in the gi. I think he got it. I think he traded his... USA gi for me. I think it was a Russian gi. That's that he awesome. Got, which is pretty super cool. That's see, awesome. I see that being a thing. What all, like, what all did you do as far as weightlifting goes there? Like, what's in there? Like, is it just, was it snatch, squat, what is it? So, it's just snatch and clean and jerk. Okay. So, um, those are the two competition lifts. You probably see a lot of squats at the gym just because that's the main driver of, like, leg strength development yeah. for for the snatch and clean and jerk. 
Um, but no, we only compete snatch and clean jerk and <laughs> Arlie, the guy that won that meet. So I got second, he got first, but he beat me by like 40 kilos. Like he clean and jerk or he snatched more than I clean and jerked that meet. He's really good. That's so cool. <laughs> He's really good. That's really cool. Yeah. When my dad went down to Chile, he was like, I was basically a giant. I think my dad's like six really? two. Isn't it? Is he something like that? I think he's, he's like six. Two. At least six foot. Yeah. Maybe. So he's but. like, <laughs> his blood is like Norwegian German. Oh. Okay. And so when he went down there to to bring me here to the states, he was like, I was a whole giant down there. <laughs> so like, is mom Chilean then? No, oh. I was adopted. Oh okay. So gotcha. yeah, so he went down. He it was like a sixteen hour flight. He like flew down there and came oh, back awesome. and brought me back and. It was, it's funny because like, he's like, I was on this plane, but it wasn't just me who had adopted a kid. It was like a whole plane full of oh, people. Really? So they have like baby hammocks apparently. And yeah, it was, it's an interesting story. And he said, I, I had to take the judge who was going to sign your papers out to dinner. Oh, really? As a, like a formality. So he's like, mm. I had to take her and like a bunch of other people out to dinner so that not like as a bribe, but as like, a almost like a thank you for oh, okay. doing the service. And Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it was kind of a bribe. Yeah. Not like a bribe, but it was kind of like a bribe. But it was a really Thank nice you for letting house, me purchase. <laughs> Thank you for letting me purchase this child. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they, they went through a catalog. They were like, no, no, maybe. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay, I'll take that one. <laughs> he looks like he'll take me to a nice steak dinner. Right. Let's pick him. Right, right. <laughs> That's so cool. I just, I just, I. I mean, meeting people from everywhere is, is always really interesting, but, like, seeing things that I wouldn't even think, like, I would never be, like, hey, give me your shirt. Yeah. I mean, in Disney World, you trade pins, but, like... Yeah, my, one of my good friends is really into trading Disney pins. Oh, really? Like, he designs Disney pins. <gasps> Shut the fuck it. up. He made $12,000 yesterday while we were playing ping pong selling a Disney pin. Shut or, the fuck up. Actually, this up. one was Harry Potter, but... I mean, that's fine, too. It's, it's awesome. Dude, that shit is wild. Like, we have a shit ton of pins, and they get really heavy. Oh, he makes some that are, like, a foot long. He, oh, my like, God. Crazy stuff. He's really talented artistically. That's awesome. Do you want to drop his uh, yeah, the, name? Yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, it's Zach's Pin Adventure, I think. Okay. And pre, or Adventures of Zach. You can kind of Bet. figure your way out. But that's he so really cool. does draw some really... He was here training yesterday. He... Him and some friends came down from St. Louis that I used to train with. Okay. And we had like a big, tried to mimic your guys' Saturday session, or like the Friday session where everybody goes to the Fisher's Jiu-Jitsu gym. Okay. We tried to imitate something like that at Lift Lab yesterday, and we had we had 15 or 20 guys there that all competed at a pretty high level, national level, and got together and trained. And so they came down from St. Louis, which was a really good oh, time. wow. That's so cool. That's a pretty big open mat then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Especially when you only have 12 platforms and you got just a bunch of people sharing bars. It, it makes for fun and like a good competition atmosphere. But. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, Blake showed me a video of somebody named Zach talking shit to you. Yeah, that was, that was, him. <laughs> that that was, was him. Oh, is that Zach? That's yeah. so that awesome. Zach? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dude, okay. I saw that on Insta this morning and I was like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. It was, yeah. It was funny. He was like, hey, if you talk shit to Trevor, he does really well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. And like, so I'm. Snatch is my lift. I'm re I'm pretty good at the snatch, and that was the first time that he had ever like really hung with me, and I was like, all right, well, I guess here we go. And as soon as he started talking shit, I knew I was gonna make the lift <laughs> just because that's <laughs> how I am. I just wouldn't be able to like. 
it's really hard for me to say snatch and not make a million jokes about oh, it. Oh yeah, for sure. So like when you're <laughs> like, I'm really jerk. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm really good at the snatch, and I was like, that's what your wife says. Yeah, go. Like I don't know. Like that's just where I go oh, in yeah. my head. So I would just be a mess. Oh yeah. All try the time. try to teach a bunch of high school kids nope. the lifts. Oh, <laughs> it would be. T- I would. That would be me. I'd be like, ha ha. This is exactly. hilarious. Uh, so. When you are, like, are you getting ready for anything? You said you're... Yeah, so Senior Nationals is June 25th. Okay. And so that is the last qualifier for Pan Am Championships for this year. So the corona kind of messed things up. So the 2020... <laughs> that, is, that is the actual the tagline of 2021. Yeah. 2020, corona kind of fucked everything <laughs> Now we're up. trying to figure everything right, out. exactly. So last year, Pan Am Championships was supposed to be the last Olympic qualification event for that we could compete in as the U.S. So now we have the 2020 championships are next week. And then we're the 2021 championships are like a month after the Olympics are over. Okay. So, but nationals is the last chance to qualify for the October event. Okay. And so that's what I'm preparing for. I'd have to get second and total 344 or more. So no problem. those are my... Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You got this. No fuck. We'll just come and talk a bunch of shit to you. Yeah, somebody come talk shit. <laughs> I Wait. got this. No problem. It's so weird. Uh, weightlifting is like the golf of bar- barbell sports. I don't know what that it's means. Like, you fall asleep while you watch it. Everything's so quiet. Okay, like, okay. If somebody when somebody goes out on the stage to take a lift, the whole there could be a thousand people there, and it's dead silent before he takes that lift. It's, it's is that strange. okay? So etiquette is such an interesting thing in sports because it varies between sports. Mm-hmm. So like when you're at jujitsu competition, you're like yelling at people, you're telling them what to do. Um, I don't know barbell etiquette yet, and it's really weird because and also like JoJo tried to teach me how to how to like spot someone mm-hmm. and I'm like okay but then I accidentally did it wrong and then I was like oh my god I fucked it up and like I felt so bad so when someone asked me to spot them at the gym I'm like oh fuck I don't want to spot you like I'm <laughs> gonna fuck it pressure. up it's so much pressure because you're suddenly drawn immediately into how well they do or not do for sure and they're like if they're inexperienced and right. you're not super confident spotting right. like that's a disaster <laughs> exactly and if you don't know what they're like what they are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So like if Jojo goes to like squat, she's like, look, this is my last squat. I'm doing it for one. Like I'm going to max out. If I, you know, if I, she, she specifically was, if I go back down, get me. Mm-hmm. And with this girl, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she goes back down for a second and then pushes really hard up. I don't know yeah. because that communication has completely been lost. But <laughs> yeah. so like etiquette is really interesting. So the fact that you're like, everyone is quiet I would be the one idiot who'd be like, you got this! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Break the silence. Right. I would almost prefer that. I would, like, you see the football lifts on Instagram where everybody's gathered around the squat rack yelling. Okay. Like, I would almost prefer that, except when they're right in front of you and you, like, make eye contact when you're trying to lift. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, awkward. That is. But the <laughs> the golf clap of weightlifting is so such a strange thing to me. That I've been is doing it for weird. six years. It's just... It's, it's even more weird because it's not fucking golfers who have zero, like... Cap- like athletic capacity it feels like <laughs> you're right i'm talking shit about golfers hey, it's but it's okay. like, yeah, it's um yeah. but i mean like you have i guess it's just like these huge guys who are just like could pick up a refrigerator no problem yeah but they do like they're like oh very good yeah. awesome job, very when good. i watch like eddie hall and stuff like that do all those 
you know, thousand pound deadlifts and they're screaming and stuff. And people are like, ah, you know, yeah. Schwarzenegger's running out there immediately. Yeah. He's not even there and he shows up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, somebody's lifting heavy. I'll fly out there. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's got nothing else to do. He lives on like a farm oh, where the yeah. donkeys come to his breakfast table now. I don't know. Now he's just like training his son. His son's jacked. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can imagine Arnold's son being. I don't think you have a choice. He's got a lot yeah. to live up to. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, do you prefer, like, do you, like, scream? I Is don't, that a weird thing to ask? You, you mean, like, celebrate? I don't know. Like, people, like, scream while they're lifting weights. Yeah, some people do. I, I'm not. I don't do that. Okay. I don't, and I don't really even celebrate much. My baseball coach kind of instilled that into me. My college baseball coach, he's like, like my first home run I ever hit in college, I kind of celebrated, bat flipped a little bit. And he <laughs> he comes over to me very quietly, calmly. He's like, "Hey, act like you've been there before," and that really oh, stuck with me. So that's like, really cool. Anytime I make a lift, a big lift or whatever, I I don't really celebrate much, and I just act like I've been there before. I mean, I kind of love that because it kind of helps your next lift to be like, "Well, of course I'm going to do well, this." Well, it kind of helps because... you stay humble too, you know. Yeah. I mean, because you know, yeah, when. I, with fights and anything else, someone's like, cool, you know, yeah. <laughs> raise my hand. Dope. All right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if somebody like gets lucky with a punch, knock somebody out and they start freaking out. It's like, you know, that they know they got lucky making that. Right. Yeah. So like same thing with a lift. Like if I make a lift and I freak out, it's like, Oh, he didn't think that he was going to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. I really like that mindset though, because it does, like I said, like it helps you kind of in the next one be like, for sure. Absolutely. No well, problem. And like this. if you get too high, inevitably you're going to hit a low. Absolutely. And if that low is lower, if you can just kind of yeah. maintain a, a steady pace, you can continue to make progress and not get depressed when it doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Or you might still get depressed when it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, That's no promises. That's really sucks. <laughs> I, uh, I have a question. I guess, okay, this is a stupid question to ask you because you're a chiropractor, so cracking people on the daily is what you're supposed to do. Like, that's yeah. what you do. But what else does it entail? Because I don't know. So there are a couple different schools of thought in chiropractic. As with everything else, there's kind of good and bad. Um, so some of the old school chiropractors will just, like, lay you on the table, adjust, leave. Next person comes in, do the same thing. I like to take more of a more of a personal and like goal oriented approach, especially since most of the people I deal with are athletes. They have specific goals, and if they're coming to me, something is preventing them from from achieving that. Right. Okay, yes. So I prefer to like sit down with them, have a conversation about what is stopping them from reaching that goal, and then help them come up with a plan, whether that includes me or not. I don't. I don't necessarily have to be. Uh, you need to come back once a week for until this meet right i would prefer to hey can we get this plan in place you reach out to me in a week let me know that it's going okay if so awesome if not come back in we can kind of talk about what we need to change right and it's whether it's rehab oriented whether it's a change to strength conditioning protocol whether it's you need some manual therapy which is what chiropractic is generally about but that's kind of my approach and i think that it separates me a little bit from other people in the area too yeah i mean being a person who does athletic sports i mean baseball yeah you definitely understand it more than yeah i think that makes 
all the difference in the world. For sure. Um, especially when I come to you and I'm like, my elbow's not working. <laughs> and you're like, well, what did the other doctor say? And I was like, he didn't care. And you're like, yeah, well. Oh, yeah, shocker. Well, right. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and that's a lot of what I keep running into. Yeah, when I when I broke my shoulder, like, you know, of course I'm seeing, I'm seeing like a very frail doctor. You can tell probably doesn't go to the gym mm-hmm. very often. And he's like, all right, we'll stay off of it. And I'm like, but... <laughs> yeah, probably you know? not gonna happen. So, is there an alternative? And they're like, "No, no just stay just off stay of it." No, just of rest. The and they don't. And they don't also look at like people that like have taken care of their bodies up until mm-hmm. this point, and then something yeah. happens. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't lay down. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like some of those guys just see they see so many people a day that they can't like they can't have a ten minute conversation with somebody because it's gonna put them a half an hour behind on the day, and. Uh, not to bash anyone, but like, no, I no. like I like to try to be a little bit more personal with my with my visits, and I feel like it keeps people like you guys interested and in like oh he yeah. actually is taking initiative and like caring about the process for us to get back to doing what we yeah. need to do. Well, you Absolutely. didn't you didn't just like pop my shit in place either. You gave me exercises to, yeah, to keep to, going. A hundred percent. And that's how yeah. that's how I feel it should be. I mean, and not to say that people can't get results with just getting adjusted and leaving, because it definitely happens. But if that's all you do, then all of the, if your only tool is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? So you don't develop any other skill set. Like you don't develop the rehab. If somebody's got knee problems, adjusting their low back's probably not going to do a whole lot. Yeah. So now what, right? What is cracking? (laughs) So uh, (laughs) the sound is really just gases kind of being released from inside the joint. Um, And you don't necessarily have to hear the crack for, for motion to be put back into that joint. Okay. But (laughs) kind of placebo effect. If it cracks really loud, you associate that with it doing more or feeling better. Um, However, it's really the goal of an adjustment is to improve motion in that joint segment. So like if I, if we adjust your low back and we get some more range of motion, then like how we continue to keep that range of motion over time is to load it, which is where the, so I adjust you, give you a couple exercises, and then hopefully in the next week, that range of motion's slightly improved, the strength is slightly improved, and then over the course of a month of doing those exercises, hopefully you don't have any more back pain or shoulder pain or whatever we're working on. That's so cool. Mainly because I'm... I mean, I, you posted TikTok stuff, but I also am a TikTok person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just think it's funny because, you know, you hear all these things where it's like bones are hitting each other and I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. But I always like to ask weird questions, but I love cracking my knuckles. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's nothing, problematic. I mean, there's really nothing, nothing bad. It's not going to. You're not at a greater risk of arthritis. That's exactly what everyone it's tells me. And I'm like, I'm fine, it's fine. You're going to have softball knuckles, son. Yeah. You're like, bet. That's probably. All the better to punch you with. More surface area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't have, so one, one thing to kind of clear up about the adjusting. So you're not necessarily putting bones back in place, right? You're not realigning anything. If it was, if that small amount of force that I'm putting into your back if that was moving bones, what do you think getting slammed on your head would do to your spine? Right. You know, or putting a, a really heavy back squat on. Like if if that little force is really changing a whole lot, a back squat would 
disintegrate your spine. <laughs> like, so really moving Whoops. bones is not, uh, is that's not what's going on. Okay. It's just the improvement in motion. And then there is some pain, like analgesic effects to it too. But okay. really my goal is just to restore some motion. Yeah, that was, mine was a little bit of motion, but a lot of not pain. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a big deal. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he came home. I think he did a heel kick. It was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, like I said, I'm glad you had an awesome experience. It's... Yeah. Um, especially because, like, the new table you have, whenever oh, my lower yeah. back oh, yeah. is pinching. Yeah. And, like, you had it, like, basically just, like, I don't know. I think my feet were by my face by the time you got done. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that was really good. This, yeah. You know, I really like that table. Yeah. It was a good investment on my part. Yeah, you used the new table, right? I used it before you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> she she actually might have been the first. I think I patient was. to come in with once I put it in. So it Gold was awesome. Stars. <laughs> oh, a weird story about the that table too is like that. A lot of offices don't have that type of equipment, um, and I didn't really plan on having it to be honest. But I hurt my back before a trip to Italy. I, I competed in a in another. USA meet or another international meet for USA in last January, right before shit hit the fan. And like two days before my flight to Italy, I destroyed my back, like on the ground, couldn't get myself up. Luckily being a doctor and like having doctor friends. Yes. (laughs) Have all of the resources available. So one of my friends was like, Hey, just let me try this table on you. And he did it, and I was like, "Oh, I have to buy one of these. Like, yeah. it's not even no, it's not, not even a question, question now. now." Hell yeah! Do you? What is your first line of defense with like joint pain? As far as not necessarily just chiropractic. I don't even know it's like chiropracting mm-hmm. with an ing, <laughs> but um, like what? Because okay, so I obviously really like running. I've said mm-hmm. it many times. It's one of my favorite things to do, but. I mean, obviously, it's one of those things that everyone's... I mean, everyone will always say, this is bad, this is mm-hmm. bad, this is bad. But I just love running. So what, you know, what is your first line of defense for joint, like, stuff like that? So most of the time, it's load moderation, whether it's intensity or volume. Like, okay. if, you're having, if you're having knee pain with running or squatting or a knee bar or like a knee like might be something a little bit different but um, <laughs> if you're having problems with a knee yeah, bar tap yeah, and yeah. then move knee on <laughs> yeah but if it's something that's like a repetitive joint pain um generally it's just a, a change in either volume or intensity will help okay um or just moving out of that one plane that you're doing so okay. if you're running all the time doing something that has you moving side to side it doesn't have to be fast or heavy or whatever but just doing something that that changes the plane of movement will generally help with the joint pain. Wild. Just, just variance helps. Do you like um, cross training with like, okay, so if you like running, maybe um, the days you're not running, go swimming or the days you're not running, go cycling. Would that yeah. help or was that the same movement? Um, no, it definitely helps. It's a, it's a change in, it's a change in the gait cycle. It's a change in impact. Okay. So all of that stuff can definitely make a difference as long as, you're not running a marathon and then swimming for two hours and right. then biking, you know, not doing well, a triathlon shit. that day. There goes it's... my all my things. No. That's, that's what I was kind of wanting to do that day. Right. But... That was my yesterday, tomorrow's <laughs> plan, but okay. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's where having a good coach comes in. Yeah. And and then having a provider that understands load management. Like, yeah. if anybody understands how to moderate load and volume and intensity, it's going to be somebody that does weightlifting. 
Um, and you can extrapolate that out to pretty much any sport that involves strength training. Like obviously distance running is not something that I'm particularly good at, but also finding like if distance running is what you're enjoying, find a doctor that does distance running. They're all over the place. Right? Which it's is like, so weird because I genuinely never thought of that. I mean, getting into the doctor all by itself is such tough. a pain in the ass. Yeah. But then trying to find a very specific doctor who also, Runs. you know, is a distance runner mm-hmm. as well, you know, and then because there's so much information out there and so much of it is misinformation. Oh, for sure. And so it's really hard to go, you know, oh, well, I shouldn't be weightlifting because they said it's bad for my knees or I shouldn't mm-hmm. be running. But then I also shouldn't be sitting on the couch. You know, yeah. it's like, what yeah. should I what, do? What am I supposed to do to stay in shape? Yeah. So I always like to ask you know, especially, well, especially you who work so closely with the internal structure, you know, what, I mean, obviously you really like weightlifting, but if you're finding like pain in your weightlifting, what would you then say to someone or in your knees? If you're like, my knees are creaking the whole time, which is almost a badge of honor to weight. Like, is it really? Oh yeah. If you do weightlifting at a, even like a moderately high level you're going to have knee pain at some point interesting so it's and just like just like jujitsu just like any other hard training it's just putting out fires as they come up okay so like i've got some knee pain now what am i doing to deal with it change my intensity change the volume and then do whatever manual therapy i think makes it feel better so i can continue to train okay so it's not like all right my knee hurts a little bit i'm gonna take this week off like that's a really easy way to never make any progress interesting so just do what you can to be able to train and then just train smart like luckily dan german at lift lab another dan awesome Dan. (laughs) and they're all six foot four i know i don't understand (laughs) if you want your kid to be over five foot name him dan yeah (laughs) feed him midwestern corn right corn fed and name dan yeah gonna be huge absolutely (laughs) but yeah, just having a good coach that understands that stuff and having a provider that is not afraid to ask questions to the coach. Like, if I if somebody comes in with a jiu-jitsu injury and I have no idea what they're talking about, I can ask Eric, and he's going to be more than willing to help me or show me what, what position it is that people are having, they're, that they're getting hurt in, that they're having trouble getting out of, that causes is- issues. Or like, Dan, like, hey, this person's knee's really bugging them. We need to do something to change their volume of their program because Dan programs for everybody, essentially. So everybody's like I would have access to everybody's training logs, everybody's program that they're currently on. And Dan's more than willing to make changes based upon like having a conversation with him. So it makes it a nice dynamic for the members of the gym. Yeah. I mean, I think you are saying find someone who is that but you are that for so many people in yeah, that gym and that's and that was my plan I, I don't, that's so cool i don't necessarily not, not not that there's anything against it but i don't necessarily want to work with 60 year olds that sit on the couch yeah like, but i mean that's not where your passion lies no, so what's exactly. the point of it you know exactly that's and i love that i mean it it definitely helps the conversations are significantly easier to explain to you what i do and you not go, why do you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do what? Right. To who? Yeah. yeah. What? Just don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, oh, like. That's, that's my favorite. Oh, your knee hurts when you squat? 
Why well, don't you just not squat? Well, that's not an option. Right. Yeah, that's, that's and not, that is the okay. most frustrating wall that I come into. Sorry, I slammed the table in my passion <laughs> and it made everything weird. Um, like, that is the f- most frustrating. Like, when I went into that actor, I was like, he goes, how did you hurt your arm? And I was like, I had to try and explain it to him. I mean, the, the poor doctors at that place, I have, I'm like, Brandon, don't go in because I don't want them to, like, question you why I have a broken arm. <laughs> like, just say, oh, my Always the answer is domestic abuse. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I swear I do this to myself. It's fine. Somebody, some other dude did this to me. Yeah. Um, willingly. But, you know, he was like, oh, because I told him that I teach dance for a living. And then he's like, oh, uh, what kind of dance? And I'm like, oh, everything. And he's like, my wife and I used to ballroom dance. And I'm like, oh, not that. <laughs> We don't do that. Never mind. The opposite of that. Right. I was like... Close to no cigar. (laughs) So it's just... I don't know. I appreciate him trying, you know, to relate to me. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, it's nice to have a doctor who actually can relate to you. Yeah. (laughs) Because... It's like at the the bar and they're like, oh, you do jiu-jitsu? My my nephew's five and has a black belt in taekwondo. That's not the same thing. I'm like cool they're probably really tough yeah <laughs> i mean they probably are good for good for your nephew yeah i mean he Stick could definitely beat up the other kindergartners but. <laughs> right. Yay. look he don't have nothing on me right. on. does he want to go because i'm right i'm here let's go right. i've had three brews and i'm ready to rock <laughs> i uh do you what is the most what's the question that you get the most about chiropractic um why I why I decided to choose chiropractic because a lot of like it's got a pretty is negative, it mainly from doctors? Well, doctors or other like other people kind of in the fitness industry or in like in the same area that I am. Just because a lot of the time chiropractic gets such a negative connotation. Because don't get me wrong, I'm the first person to talk shit about chiropractic. I know. Just, well, when you posted <laughs> that post, I was like hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So some of them are like. And I'm not trying to be trying to call people out on purpose, but like the, like you said earlier, there's so much bullshit on the internet. Yes. That if like if I can get one person to not feel like they're laying on a conveyor belt of manual therapy and like show them that there's a that there's a light side to this. Yes. Um. Then it's then it's worth me talking shit on the internet for 20 yeah, minutes. I, I agree with that. Yeah, You could start your own podcast called Talking Shit with Trevor. <laughs> it's one of the few things that helped me for a long, longer period than just like the day of or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I do all sorts of different stuff because it, it, recovery is important as fuck. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I was really nervous to go because everyone who's ever gone to a chiropractor that I've known has always been like, now I'm addicted. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, I have enough addictions. I don't need well, another one. Like, well, my mom was like, once you go, you can't stop going. And I'm like, but that's the way it is with literally everything. Everything you do. If you... If you stop going to the doctor's office, yeah. you'll not be like, Yeah, if, if I'm not going to lift weights one time and go, bet, I'm, I'm fit I'm now. healed. You know? <laughs> I'm 100% fit, you know? Like, you don't do recovery one time and go, all right, yeah, I'm fixed. I'm good. Don't need to do it anymore. Like, that's not how that works at all. For you sure. Know? So, I'm like, yeah, of course you're going to keep going. Yeah. Like, did you feel better? Okay. Then fucking do it. Yeah. Did this help this time? Yes or no? Yes? I'm definitely going to do that again. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. So, that's why I was like, well, because I don't think anyone elaborates on that. You think oh, okay, so then in six weeks, I'm going to be a crumpled mess again. Yeah. You know, and and they don't say, like, it made me feel really good, and my doctor is 
awesome and he works with me and like he looked at my elbow for 25 minutes even though i was like hey come and <laughs> listen yeah. to my sob story yeah. no like <laughs> like so the the lifelong or like you're gonna have to go forever like your mom kind of thought so that's a like old school kairos will sell you sell you on like lifelong maintenance care right where they see you three times a week for the rest of your life and it's just like a sales pitch you're essentially paying for their boat or their new house or whatever oh but instead like instead of actually treating them like that's why i brought up the conveyor belt earlier because it's just like one after the other they see 50 to 75 patients a day and like do the same same thing it's called the flying sevens just do the same thing to everyone on to the next person don't really even have a conversation and that's how a lot of offices operate so when somebody comes from one of those offices to me and they're like they'll walk in and be like all right how do you want me to lay i'm like ah let's sit let's have a little bit of a conversation first so i can kind of figure out what's going on figure out where you want this to go like do you want to just come once do you want to come once a week or do you have like a goal that you're trying to reach and then i can be a part of the team that helps you achieve that goal yeah do you see yourself doing this, um, you know, for like the Colts or like... I would really like to get back into baseball. So okay. being with the Indians would be a perfect storm for me. I love the Indians. So gets right down the street from the gym. Yes. It would legit be a perfect storm. Be able to treat weightlifters and I don't know how many of you are reaching who can help you out with that goal, but get them in. <laughs> Indians, let's go. Well, who, I'm... by the way, I can't not... I have a problem where I like my PC brain immediately goes to Native Americans. Oh, yeah. So like we would go to a game and I'd be like, Hannah, you want to go to a Native American game? Do you want to go to an Indians game? Sorry. I didn't. It. I get their name, whatever. Yeah. But like the it Cleveland was, Indians actually are like changing their name. I heard they the are. Indians, that's I, wild. Yeah. That's kind of insane. And it is a little bit insane. I don't know how to feel about that. I will not talk on that, but <laughs> we're not talking about that. I'm right not now. talking that's about fine. that right now. I don't have enough information. Uh, I do. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, but that would be really cool. I really, I do love watching their games, and knowing you'd be a part of that would be pretty yeah, fun to be, well, I would straight up being like drinking beer in the fans, be like, you know who cracks their back? <laughs> My friend. <laughs> I know him. I know him. That guy. <laughs> you I can get my autograph guy. later. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I would. Uh, that would legit be a dream job. That's awesome. And what? hot dogs and cotton candy. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. And you could bring your dog to dog day at the Indians game. <laughs> and more importantly, if I have kids. Oh, yeah. Kids, like I forgot about those things. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If I, if I would, <laughs> those things. If I would have had, like, if my dad would have been in that situation, been able to take me to, like, hang around with big leaguers. Oh, my God. I would have died. Like, how crazy would that Fucking be? Fucking awesome. To, yeah. Like, so if cool. I can somehow finagle my way into that system, that would be. That would be dope. That would be awesome. That would be so dope. I, I'm short enough. I could pretend to be your kid and then I could like go and hang out with the cool guys. <laughs> no, I, I I, mean, just like my mom, when we would, um, she, all of her work friends like would skate at Joe Louis Arena um, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so we would go see the Red Wings games all the time. But I thought I was hot shit because I got front row tickets to Disney on ice That's all the time. That's and I would straight brag about it to my fucking oh, friends. Like a to. lame, you lame ass. To. So, anyway, that's my fun What do you guys think of that Ben Askren, uh, Jake oh, Paul? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, I screamed. I was so mad. I was I mad, did, too. I didn't watch I it. Was I was so just, mad. I, 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 I Googled Rage. and, and kind of, like, saw, like, the snippets mm-hmm. they put on Twitter. I'm like, 
Jake Paul actually put together some good punches. That's and yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like I was super super mad, and then once I angrily screamed and threw a pillow at something, <laughs> I straight up was like, "But you know what?" Because you said the same thing, and I said, "You know what? I can't disrespect someone who actually works for something yeah. and backs up what they said that they were going to the do." Time. And yeah. I can't be mad about that. No. I but, can still think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> agreed. But yeah. like, <laughs> but, but so far he's beaten a basketball player yeah. and he's beaten a wrestler. Yeah. Let's box a boxer, Jake Paul. Yeah, or just somebody that is, even if they're not only a boxer, somebody that actually has some level of proficiency. Yeah. In it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Literally, like Ben Askren won a lot of fights in MMA, but it's because they feared him. They did not want him to get them on the ground. Yeah, and that's that's, you know, he didn't even train stand up. When he did that, he would literally just take shots and wrestle yeah. people, and so I beat everybody. Yeah, like, and then it worked for a long time until they caught that knee. Yeah, but I did listen to him on Logan Paul's podcast last week, and he was like, "Hey, if Jake can box, I'm probably fucked, but I don't think he can." So interesting. Yeah, and then first round. Oh well, I guess he's fucked. And then he he did Jake did get what he wanted out of that though, because everybody was like. Hey, sign me up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He's, he's getting what he wants. I saw. What did I see? I'm trying to think. I think it was another MMA fighter that offered to fight. I, um. I can't remember. For some reason, I feel like I saw B- BJ Penn tweet something. Yes. BJ Penn, and that's another one that needs to stay the fuck out of the way <laughs> because how old is he now? I don't he's, know. He's been out for a he's while, in his right? Forties, I think. Yeah. And he's he's good, but he's just past the point of being like you know I said he had yeah. come from UFC because he was just getting starched yeah. because he's just past that point yeah. you know like he's solid he was a solid guy back in the day and he just needs to hang that up I yeah. think you that know? would be rough I mean just a reflex alone I mean Jake Paul is how old 23 that's what I'm saying I'm like look yeah. I don't fuck with that game like I wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, and I've heard it's, that as obviously I don't know from experience, but I've heard that as you age, your like chin just deteriorates pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, especially because BJ Penn's been in so many wars. Oh yeah, I mean, how many years did he did he get punched in the face? Yeah. He got, literally his last knockout was in a bar when somebody dropped him. Oh really? Shit! Yeah, that. his he, last knockout on yeah. his professional record his, when, is he, at the bar. I forget what the deal was, but they were all drunk, and of course, I think he talked a little too much shit or something. Oh yeah. And just didn't think nothing of it because he's BJ, the yeah. prodigy pen. Didn't think anybody would have know? the balls to do it. Yeah, and then and then starched. So, yeah, I think he needs to stay. Because, <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, everybody's going to speak up and say, I want that. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. And people are going to buy the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. they want to oh, yeah. see him get beat. Yeah, and he's got a billion followers, whether they're following him because they hate him or they love him. He's and that frustrates yeah. me. I was introduced to the Paul brothers uh, when they went to Suicide Forest or That's in Japan, I and I was just him. like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" And they went and were just really disrespectful. Oh, I'm sure. And I was just like, "I don't like these people," but I also have like the luxury of being a whole adult yeah. and like not <laughs> caring, or, you know, not. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, but Hannah, my 18 year old, is like, "Oh my god, they were canceled!" And I get all the fucking tea about every YouTube celebrity, oh, yeah, I'm but sure. but yeah, so I just. I don't know. It would be different if it was like, who's the guy you like? Philip DeFranco, you know, or DeFranco? I don't know how to say his name. I just. That's how I figured out about Suicide Forest. I just, I I don't know. I mean, if someone comes in and is like 
uh, talking shit about weightlifting or baseball mm-hmm. or whatever and they just come in and they just do really well or whatever you were like I want I hope you worked hard but like you have no idea what it takes yeah. to get to where I was and I guess I don't know that's what frustrates me is I'm yeah. like you have no respect for a sport yeah. that when somebody gets there in two years when it yeah. takes most people 10 or 15 yeah, yeah. Like, or you know because they have eyes on them mm-hmm. yeah. right and that's and that's exactly it like he can say this and he can get the all the help he needs or oh, yeah. wants because he's a celebrity because he and can make money off marketing dollars exactly yeah. and everyone wants to be a part of a winning team mm-hmm. so why not help yeah, him out and train him and yeah exactly so however his open workout thing was strange i don't know what he, did. he was doing like <laughs> i wish we could pull it up <laughs> but he was doing like his coach was laying on his back like you know how you, when you're a kid your parents do like the airplane, the airplane. Thing? yes he was essentially doing that no, for 15 he was minutes not. i swear what? i swear i was laughing like Ben's open workout was, he was like hitting the mitts, hitting the pads, whatever, and like actually doing some boxing drills. And then this dude did some weird Kama Sutra. <laughs> I fifteen minutes. I don't understand any. I mean, oh. I mean, he won, so whatever. Good, good for him. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find him. I cannot comment on that because it's it's confusing. It's okay. confusing. I start to put in open workout, and it, it says Jake Paul opens Pokemon cards. It's one of the top oh, ones. Jesus. Don't do it. What Don't about it. on a better fighting thing? We And you and I kind of talked about this earlier this week. Do you think it's going to be Derek Lewis or John Jones that gets Ngannou first? I think it's going to be John Jones. You I think, think it I think it will be just based marketing. on... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think 100% it will be John Jones. Because, I hope so. Because I mean, I'm buying all of them either <laughs> way. So. I think because Derek Lewis fought Nagano once already, and he won. Yeah. It was right after Nagano got beat by Stipe the first time. Yeah. He was a little gun shy, yeah. but it was kind of a lackluster fight. Really? I, I haven't watched that one. I'll, I'll definitely well, watch that one Well, I think because like, both of them were a little like, oh, this guy's got knockout power. Yeah. You know, was so it pre-Derek Lewis beating that Russian guy? No, it was the my balls was hot. I think it. <laughs> I think it was after that one. Was it after that? I think it was. I feel like but, I watched most of them after that. I don't know how I missed that. Mm, You're probably my, right. My I, you know way more about it. Than I me. don't know, but yeah, I, they're definitely gonna, they're gonna give it to John Jones. Yeah, but the thing is, they offered him eight to ten million, and he goes, nah, not enough. And I was like, bro, what? Like how much? How Fuck much? Off. You, how much you need to cover a funeral, buddy? Because you're gonna <laughs> die. You think you know? he's gonna die? Oh yeah. I think he gets starched. Really? The reason being, his last two fights, I don't think he won. Yeah. And also, he just, like, maybe when he was, like, really, when he was John Jones. Mm-hmm. Now he's not really, I mean, when he was coked up and on steroids, John <laughs> yeah. Jones. Um, but, the you know, his last fight, his last couple ones, like, I think Tiago Santos beat him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely think Dominic Reyes beat him. Yeah, I actually watched that. After you said that the other day, I watched the Dominic Reyes fight. Yeah. And I was like... He might be right. Like that was yeah, really close. Real and close. Reyes looked super confused when they announced. Yeah. And still, he was like, "What?" And then, yeah, and then I think they gave it to Jones because who he is. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I think um, he doesn't really have knockout power. Yeah. He's not really a like a heavy hitter, and he's been bulking up and stuff. But man, like Nagano is a freak. Yeah. He's. Two two hundred and fifty something pounds. <laughs> he, he cuts to two sixty five. That's yeah. huge. He's stupid shredded. Yeah, and yeah, he's a freak of nature. I it's, did see uh, John is training with a guy named Stan Efferding, who's like a 
he works with all of the professional. You mentioned Eddie, but he works with all of the professional strongman. Does like all their diets, a lot of their training, and so he's doing his John Jones's diet and training right now. So I was like, it looks like he's actually taking preparation somewhat seriously, because I've heard in the past that he just like goes and parties, does some coke, gets yeah. in the ring. So yeah. it looks like he's potentially taking preparation for the fight a little more seriously, probably because real possibility of him dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he may not make it out. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, even though he got DQ'd against uh, Matt Hamill, mm-hmm. he was beat winning that fight. So really, yeah. it's one of those things that probably should it was that That turn. was the illegal knee, right? Elbows. Elbow. 12 to 6 elbows. Oh, which yeah, is yeah. Kind of on the, yeah, on yeah. the ground. It's a dumb rule anyways. Yeah, I mean, but, here to here is it like... Right, I'm like, I don't The only reason is because... Whatever. Way back in the day, when they made that rule, they somebody made the point where there was a, like a karate guy that did like a down to twelve to six elbow to like concrete and busted mm-hmm. it. They're like, "Oh, it's too dangerous." <laughs> like, come on, yeah, dude. karate. Yeah, for one thing, karate. Um, other thing, you're literally putting on four ounce gloves mm-hmm. with a cup and a mouth guard, and you're you're doing combat. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they know what they're signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot that shouldn't, you know. I mean, don't don't bite, don't mm-hmm. hit the balls, don't poke them in the eye. Like, you know, don't, back back in the head don't. can be a big deal. You know, but yeah. uh, how is yeah. what's his face's eye healing? By the way, what's his face? Who got poked in the eye and his like eye is like fucked up? Uh, Sorry, Willow is Dan Brown. Yeah, <laughs> no, poor Dan Brown. <laughs> poor Dan Brown. Once I found out that it was Lacey that did that, <laughs> I was like, you let a woman. Take your eye. <laughs> he ran into it. Oh, really? I think I that was the thing. I haven't heard the story. That's just, what Chase he told like, me that it was Lacey. Hannah was, or I mean, Hannah, Jesus. Lacey was like this, and Dan went to come in, and I think it hit him. Nice. He did it to himself. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was uh, that uh, Muhammad guy when he was fighting. Uh, uh, yeah. Hello. Yeah, what is his name? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. I hope his eye is okay. Yeah. Godspeed to you, sir. <laughs> when he fought Leon Edwards, that's right. Okay. Because when he went to kick, he stuck his hands straight out like this. And the UFC gloves apparently, like, really make your hands straight out. Yeah. Whereas, like, they've got gloves that Curve keep in. your hands curved. Yeah. And that's what they need to go to. Instead of instead of switching over the Venom and charging $150 for a sweatshirt. Jesus Christ. Maybe they should get their fighters, uh, you know. Better gloves that what, don't. What would be the... What would be? Why wouldn't they do that? Like, what is there a benefit to having the gloves that are, or is it just a contract? Issue? It might be know. a contract thing. I don't. Are they Reebok gloves? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Because I know that I UFC so. used to be with Reebok, right? Yeah. yeah so they just recently switched. Yeah, to just Venom. like this month they went to Venom. So is Venom becoming like affliction, where it's like you're just gonna see every fighter, whether they can fight or not, wearing Venom? Well, I think. Man, with the price of the sweatshirts and all that, the like, hoodies and all that stuff. I if they're know. actual fighters and they're paying gym fees the way we pay gym fees, <laughs> they're, no. They're not <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. So no. it is going to be a flip. <laughs> right. Buy them at the buckle for $60 right. t-shirts. Ugh. You know what? This is how you'll tell if they're a fighter or not. And if they're wearing Venom and they're not in the UFC, then they're probably not a fighter. And they're just wearing it because... <laughs> it. I do have one Reebok hoodie. Like tap out. But I got it for... I got it on eBay. I definitely didn't pay full price for yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, Reebok stuff's pretty. Che- There's a Reebok outlet like in Indy somewhere because they well, make they make all of the stuff for Reebok here, like all of the UFC, all of, well when CrossFit was with Reebok, they made all of it in Indy. Who are they with now? Um, Noble. What the fuck is that? Exactly. 
they're uh they're they're, and they're a crossfit company so props to crossfit for like reaching out to a company that was built around their sport yeah but it's a lot of people were not very happy. Yeah, well, that's kind of like what U- UFC. You know, it didn't make sense. Why would you pick a Reebok? Right. Yeah. They've literally never made anything for mixed martial arts. Yeah. Venom, their gear is like sub-tier. I kind mm-hmm. of remember but like Reebok least... being like the not cool thing. Yeah. Where like if you wore Reebok shoes, you would get beat yeah. up. Yeah, once upon a time. <laughs> uh, I wore Nikes growing up. I don't know. Money that's... talks, though. Yeah. Does, does you, like, if... Reebok is willing to pay UFC a little bit more to use their stuff. Yeah. Reebok's willing to pay CrossFit a little bit more to use their yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the Venom stuff is really nice looking. It's super it's cool. pretty. Yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah, but... I feel like I've seen the logo. Like, they make boxing wraps, right? Yeah. They make a they lot make, of they make different... They yeah. yeah. That's the thing. They at least went with a company that made MMA stuff. Prior to... But, yeah. But they went with, like, a... Like a mid-tier company. Gotcha. Like, the shorts that the girls wore yesterday were really cute. Yeah. Like, I, I would be on board with shorts like that. Those are really cute. But do you like, guys use Virus at all? Is that like... Do you see that much in... Uh-uh. Yes, but I, I, think, I think it's really like cheaper brand, like low-end. Really? Because for weightlifting, Virus is like super popular, very high-quality stuff. And I know they sell like grappling gear. Like the spandex, the they sell grappling shorts, um, and it's like they're like sixty bucks for a pair of shorts, sixty or seventy bucks Maybe for a pair I've of shorts. Maybe I've seen them on Amazon. Nice Maybe I'm thinking of a different brand. I don't know, but it, I feel like they're trying to make their way into your guys' space. They've completely <laughs> taken <laughs> over. Infiltri- their virus they've, is coming into our place. Yeah, they've. T- yeah, the shirt. Oh, I was wondering what. I, didn't I actually even was. I, was I literally was going to ask you about that because I was like, "Your shirt says virus," and I didn't understand. But that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And they've completely taken over our space because the, it's just it's good stuff. Have you ever thought about doing CrossFit? No. Why? <laughs> too much heavy breathing for me. I'm really good okay. at moving a heavy weight once or twice. I'm not very good at rowing, running, swimming. I is would, that why when you were in baseball, you were like, I'm going to stand here and maybe, I don't know what yeah, shortstop plays. I'm going to hit the ball over the fence so I don't have to run the second. That's, I love that. That's, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> Be efficient. Do less work. Yeah, yeah for that sure. makes sense. It's not lazy. Hit a home run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone freaks out. Oh, yeah. That's how you, that's who's how you your, get playing time. Who's your favorite baseball team? Who's your team? I've been a Yankees fan my whole life. Because wow. I played shortstop, Derek okay. Jeter is oh yes god. So, <laughs> especially in like the '90s when the Yankees were winning everything. Yeah, and that's when I was like starting to understand baseball and actually pay attention to it. And they won like three World Series in a row, four in five years, and it was just like Jeter was the captain. And I was like, I want to be him. Like so, I, I mean, like the Yankees yeah. forever. That's so fun. So you played in baseball or baseball in college? You played in baseball. You played in college. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Was that was what? What was your like? What did you want to do from there? Like, did you did you want to play professionally? Oh, for sure. You... So I ended up playing a little bit in, um, in like a it's a summer league. It's a professional preparation league. Okay. So I played two summers in that, and I got some like I got letters from the from the Royals and the Reds, and I went to tryouts like invite tryouts. And but just nothing materialized. Um, I got asked to go play in a league in Florida or in California that was like a 
essentially what they do is they get a bunch of like Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico people and like that are trying to make it. Yeah. And they go play in this league. And he's yeah. like, hey, you can go play. And you can be you the well, one white boy in yeah. the league. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and if you do well, you can like we may offer you a contract. And I was yeah. like, okay. What's this league entail? And he's like, well, you're going to face a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds oh. from, from the DR and Puerto Rico that throw 100 and don't know where it's going. Oh, shit. And I was like, so what am I like? What are what would I have to do to earn a contract? And it was like pretty unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And I was like, I'm good. I was like, I'm not trying to go die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard like. Like, because playing in the minor leagues, you don't make any money. Nothing. And then, and it's one of those things where it's like you're, you're, you're one of 7,000 people trying for the same goal. For sure. And they're only taking a few at a time. Yeah. There's only one shortstop on a roster. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I read, um, I read the Rocks book. Oh, yeah. He talked about when he played football in, uh, in Canada Mm -hmm. and how they were all like, they were all living together and, you know. Finding mattresses at, out by dumpsters. Yeah, so you live no with a host one. family. Most most teams like live with a host family. So the two years that I played, uh, so I played at a, for a team in Richmond, Indiana, and I played in a team in Ohio. And you live with a host family, and it's the same thing as the minor leagues. Like they make sure that you have somewhere to stay. Make sure that that family understands that they're likely going to be responsible for some of your food. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's like a foreign exchange program. Oh, for sure. It's almost exactly a foreign exchange program. Luckily, the first family that I lived with had a deal with Texas Roadhouse because they did. Oh, shit. They had a screen printing company. So they did all their t shirts and menus. Did you just like eat steak and rolls for a year? Texas Roadhouse all summer. Amazing. (laughs) That was the best decision. Luckily, this family was sponsored by Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. Eating good. It was oh, actually damn. at Texas Roadhouse. That's we, where my room was. My room there. was in the back. What's crazy though is like, there's no way you can eat enough to maintain weight because you play. So we played 120 games in 127 days. Oh so wow! It's like, God, it's so much baseball that you you're and you're at the field from 11 to 10, and it's just, it's it's really Jeez. hard. It's, that's, How much chew was involved? In oh this? my gosh! There's so it's the floor of the dugout is disgusting. Really? Like, oh yeah, there's so much chew. Oh my everywhere. god! Board would fit in. Perfectly. My my first oh, ex- <laughs> my first experience was when I was a kid and I had the bubble gum mm-hmm. and I was like big league chew and it's gum and I was like uh, oh cool and, it looks and then like, like my uncle had chewing tobacco and I was like why is yours black? <laughs> why is your gum black? Yeah. <laughs> it's good marketing. Did um, you chew? I did not chew. Okay. I've, I've tried it before, but I'm like we talked about it the other day. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't that's drink true. Or smoke yeah, that's or true. Yeah, that stuff. Um, trying to be a performance athlete. Like a yeah, it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. I cannot. That doesn't compute to me. So yeah. that's so funny and wild. I just think of the moment in Sandlot where they're all like got the chew in their uh, mouth on the roller coaster. Everywhere. That was yeah. exactly <laughs> my first experience, <laughs> which is probably why you didn't like, do it. Probably like, why you don't do it anymore. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, those Ugh. leagues are essentially tobacco and pain pills. Yikes. <laughs> uh, that's so depressing. Yeah. But you know what? They put on a good show. Oh, for sure. It's it, fun to it's watch. It's fun to watch. It's so much if fun you, to watch. If you know what's going on, it's fun to watch. If you don't know what's going on. I don't on, know what's going on 90%. Yeah. No, I was, a, I was a musical theater person. That's true. So I like sports and I, I mean, I love hockey. Like mm-hmm. that is my whole, I, I grew up <laughs> loving, really? wanting to be a hockey player. Um... But wasn't allowed to 
because they put a lot of money into my teeth, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Didn't want to um, Right, <laughs> yeah. And everyone I knew had, like, a flipper where they oh, were like, yeah. look at my fake tooth. Um, but, yeah, so baseball, like, I loved the Detroit Tigers. Like, yeah. that was my team. You know, I rooted for them. I went to my first concert in Comerica Park. Like, oh, they were nice. my team. But, you know, when I came here, you guys don't have a hockey team. A team. You don't have a, a major league baseball team. No. You know, it was it was either football or basketball and I don't like either of those so I was like bet let's go to the Indians game and I just have the best time there yeah um I took our I took Hannah to a Cubs game one time because we were in Chicago like you have to do it oh for sure you have to go to Wrigley and it was before they won the World Series oh nice the second (laughs) you know this past time but so the seats were really cheap so we literally sat like two rows behind home plate it was fucking awesome and I was like I don't even know what the fuck is going on but I'm having (laughs) the best time so like that's kind of how I am at the Indians game where I'm like I know who's winning I know who's losing and I know who to root for and you better fucking believe that I am up on my feet like yeah. it, it's just so much fun and it's such a beautiful spot like yeah that the view looking out from home plate it's at, beautiful it, it has to be one of the better ones in the minor leagues yeah like, it's really nice it is it I, reminds me well and funny enough it reminds me a lot of Pittsburgh's field okay which the Indians are the minor league affiliate of the Pirates okay so, okay like the Pirates stadium looks out over the city like that like big glass buildings like kind of because the Marriott's right there by the yep by the field so it's it's exactly like that it's beautiful maybe that's intentional maybe it's not i don't know but now that i think about it it does remind me a lot of uh i think it used to be pnc it might still be but the pirates field okay okay yeah i i really do miss going to games there like on friday nights they get fireworks at the end start may 1st freaking oh yeah we dude one time i had a whole season pass and it was the best fucking thing i did it was so much fun it's probably not that much money either it's really yeah, not. not and you can even get lawn seats and fucking bring a blanket yeah. like some it's awesome i one, love one it. time my old job gave me sweet tickets oh that's awesome that was kind of neat but they didn't pay for any food so i was just like <laughs> i'm sitting up what, here what's the point of right i didn't get it but it was kind of cool, like because we had seats right out in front of the thing mm-hmm. too, and it was right behind the plate too. That's like, awesome. Home plate. So. Okay, well, definitely we all need to go to an Indian. Oh, I'm a hundred percent down to go to an Indian game. Oh, yeah. I love it. We should do like a a whole like gym thing where we all go. That'd Hopefully, be fun in a too. couple of years we can just preach. <gasps> yes, <laughs> yes, get it, get Trevor to crack your Indians back because yeah, they're awesome. No shit. <laughs> crack your Indians back. <laughs> That's not wow. worse than what I anticipated it to sound, but okay. you know. It's not what she meant, everyone. <laughs> anyway, I'm stepping into shit all day today, apparently. Just <laughs> right and left. Um, I am so excited that you were here. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me to your home. Oh my gosh. I really appreciate it. We are oh, so yeah. glad that we found you because I genuinely, I don't think, I don't know, I think there's just, like we've said it a million times, there's just something different that you bring to the table and it, it means the world to athletes as you are an athlete to be able to say okay i'm not going to tell you to stay off your yeah arm you know and make you cry in my office <laughs> yeah for sure i'm going to tell you i'm going to help you how and get back into yeah. it yeah i mean and there may be times <laughs> where like hey you need to probably take it easy but, but you would say it like that yeah. and you wouldn't be like well don't do that yeah I'm, <laughs> just stay off it yeah avoidance is usually not the way to uh to get somebody better bet now if you get knocked out you might not want to get punched in the face for a couple days yeah yeah. i think we gave it like a month yeah i didn't spar for a little while last yeah Yeah. just because like tbis like it takes takes some time for the brain to recover it takes some time for the neurons to 
get back to how they're supposed to function. But but I, if I don't know the answer, I'll find out. <laughs> find some way it does at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I cannot recommend you enough. Well, I appreciate that. I think that. you're awesome. So um, what's the, yeah, Indie Spine and Strength? Yeah, that so the that's Instagram the clinic too? name. That's the Instagram. Um, really, you that's the website too, IndieSpineAndStrength.com. But if you just DM me on Instagram in any fashion, we can figure it out. And you are currently located in the basement of Lift Lab? Yes. Right off of Michigan and Meridian, oh, if you yes. don't know where that is. Um Google so, it. Yeah, if you don't know where that is, fucking use the internet. I don't know what are you what are you doing yeah, with your life. Google Jesus. Maps. Do not know how to use the funny story is if no if somebody's never been to the clinic or been to Lift Lab before, every single time they'll call back. Like, hey, uh, how do I find this place? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll have to walk outside so I I know if a new patient's coming in to like have my phone ready because I know they're going to call. You you should just stand outside with your shirt and just be like, hello, I'm here. Well, board nice need to buy. Like, you know how Lift Lab has the vinyl the, signs yeah. on windows? So, Board and I are trying to figure out a way to get those for not $2,000. A million dollars? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. They, they cost so, that much? That's what I got quoted was $1,600 for, for the window. And I was like, there has to be a way. Like, there's no way this is worth $1,600. We can start a um, what is Kickstarter <laughs> campaign yeah. for you. <laughs> just need somebody to make a banner. If you need to donate... You can donate to or the just sun. make a visit, and or just make a visit. Eventually, I'll be able to get one. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. visit because it is worth it. And I genuinely did not. I mean, I don't know. I, it's easy to, like I said, fall into the the pitfall of just listening to other people's experiences when they are good or bad or whatever, and get them stuck in your head. And B went, and he just loved it so much. It and, was yeah. You know, I called my mom afterwards because she's <laughs> she's gone for years, and I was like. Mom, you're not gonna. <laughs> I don't have any pain. That's funny. And then yeah. you, then he peer pressured you into doing it. I think it was more like I saw just the joy and elation that yeah. I was like, "All right, bet, yeah, like I'll let's do shot. this." I, I tell I, everybody that because we know well, everybody that. we knows a fighter or, or something. Well, know, I so. think too, like the best part is that you. I mean, one of the first conversations that we had was about how much you love to learn things. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is such a huge, I think it's such an important part of being, you know, a doctor or whatever that because science is constantly changing and, changing and, you know, it's so important to learn. And the fact that you're willing to like, you want to learn is important. Yeah. And I think a huge testament to what you do. And, and having somebody that can break down that new information 100%. and present it in Absolutely. a way that everybody can kind of yep. understand, which is, I feel like I do an okay job. Obviously, there are people way better than me at disseminating information, but I feel like I do no, an okay job. There's making, nobody better. No. You are the master. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I mean, but it, it does help. It helps a lot because I can ask you questions and I'm like, this is a stupid question and I apologize, but you're like, no, like that's a that's legitimate question. Right. And I, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a huge testament to you, man. So. I appreciate that. Way to be awesome. I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. We're yeah, excited. We're excited. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to hear everything. So I knew all the, you know, play baseball and mm -hmm. lift it. That's a big staple, too. It's just like you you practice what practice you preach. Absolutely. So it's super, super important. Cool. I'm also Sweet. getting, I was peer pressured into coming to try jiu-jitsu in July. Yes! yes! Assu assuming... Depending on how nationals goes, because obviously, obviously, if I make the Pan Am team, <laughs> I'm not breaking okay. myself. But if I like, if nationals, like, if I don't hit the total I need, 
Chase peer pressured me into trying Fuck it. Fuck so. yeah, I love <laughs> okay. that for you. Good. I think someone cracked my neck sixteen times before in just you know in jujitsu, so yeah. it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you'll I you'll promise love it. I won't. No necks will be broken. <laughs> no, my neck is still intact. It just you know, it made a lot of fun sounds. Yeah, yeah. you know the, the movies where they like snap the neck and then it instantly falls. Like, does probably, that not really happen? Probably not a thing. <laughs> God damn it, Trevor. I'm sorry to be the party pooper. Every but. time I have... God, see, I need to stop hitting the counter. <laughs> um, Every time I have a envision of someone scaring me or like someone trying to hurt me, I imagine snapping their neck and now you've and ruined then, everything. Then just falling. falling. See, literally falling. every every possible scenario in my head of a street fight, I'm like, I'm breaking his neck. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> and and now, you could probably break his neck, but you're probably... He's not going to just instantly go limp. <sighs> That's, so that's why people get, generally people have a fear of getting their neck adjusted. If they're oh, afraid, that makes if sense. If they're afraid of coming to the chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're afraid of getting their neck adjusted partially because of that. And they're like, I know it can, I can get hurt. And like, yes, it can hurt, but if <laughs> odds are very, very <laughs> slim. Yeah. Um, I've and never had it hurt. No. It, I've always felt really good once you do it. I'm like. Even when he did dry needling and I was really scared. Yeah. You, I was so you, scared. Those dry needles are so thin awesome. that you yeah, like can't you feel them. Feel Do you have a like a cracking routine? Is that dumb? For me? Yeah. Um, I'm I treat myself the same way I treat patients. If oh, okay. Some, if something is wrong, then I'll seek help. Okay. But if it's something that can't be fixed with load management or that I can't do the manual therapy on myself, then I, I just, just imagine you getting out of bed and you're like crack your neck and you're like crack your uh, no. shoulders and I, your knuckles. If my neck hurts, I'll I'll do my best to adjust it. But I haven't since I've graduated. I've not went to be adjusted. It's not like a maintenance thing. Like I said, yeah. it's just uh, putting out fires. And if I can put out the fire myself, I do. However, I have been called to other chiropractors offices to adjust them. Since I, what? Yeah, That's just wild. just I've got a bunch oh, of friends. Oh, I see what you meant. Okay, okay. I was like, I thought like, you meant they were like, I can't do this patient coming home. No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. Not that, that, not that personally. Just to them, yeah, to them personally. Like, <laughs> okay, hey, yeah, that makes sense. I need some help. Can you help? Back. Yeah. Like you can't walk on your own back, so yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's many times. Sarah, you walk on my back, please. Got yeah. you. I haven't had to have her do that though since, hey, since you helped me. So. That's nice. That's nice yeah. for me too because I suck at it. <laughs> uh, it's, I like it, but yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Goodbye. <laughs>